We're theoretically live at are, some point. Are, are we just going to trust that? I'm just going to trust it. Trust the process? Hold on, I'm going to tell everybody. <laughs> Wait, are you telling the people in the chat that we're live? Yeah. Cool. Oh, that's, never mind, that's not as stupid as I thought it sounded. It might be. It could be. I don't know. When has that stopped us? I mean, I did accidentally record just my dumb ass with no shirt on and shorts. <laughs> just hunched over. I didn't know you were shirtless when that went live. Oh, I, I had just walked out here. What The lines were on the thing because I was still fucking setting everything up. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. When, yeah. uh... Let me know when we have we have confirmation. I feel like I should attempt to properly set this up to see if I'm still capable of doing so. I've been told it looks good. Well, we'll find out if it sounds as good. I, I would guess people wouldn't just lie to us. Well, with that in mind, I'm Perry. This is it in plain sight. And to my right is star of Blaze TV. And uh, uh, prime time with Alex Stein. I think that's his name. Okay, I I'm didn't know the name sure. of the new show. I was just going to call you the star of Blaze TV. You like, know, in general, they went with. I mean, I had been saying that while you okay. were gone. Yes. <laughs> really? Yes, Mister Brandon uh, Steele. Yes, the one and only. And uh, as you may have noticed, I am back. I've been uh, on a sabbatical of sorts. And we will get into that. Uh, before we get into that, I will be momentarily sincere, and I'll keep it momentary just because uh, that's, that's not really what we do here, not what I want to this do. This brief message brought to you by uh, our love. <laughs> yes, by sincerity. Um, thank you for all the messages you guys have been sending. I just got them all. I have been without phone or access to the Internet since June something. Uh, I just found out the Queen died on Sunday, so that's kind of where I'm at with uh, what's going on in the world. Um, but yes, thank you. I, I very much appreciate it. I appreciate everyone who donated to the GoFundMe, all that shit. Uh, and with that in mind, let's go about our regularly scheduled programming. And I say that as we do something we've never done before. Yeah, yeah. I I expected this to go wrong. I had it all set up, and then I realized, like, oh, shit, what if people were watching? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's, uh, it's kind of the way we always go about it, though. Um, I guess today I will, I will attempt to recount what I've been doing for the last hundred and something days, um, just to kind of get it out of the way so we can go back to uh, what we would be doing normally, and also to attempt to purge myself of the... I've been calling it AA brain because it's just been fucking beaten into me it's for like, the last three months. It's like dog brain for women? It literally, yes. Like at some point, AA you just, gives you woman brain. You just go fucking retarded. <laughs> I've, I've like memorized part of the big book. So if I just start quoting page numbers and shit, that's where it's coming from. Hell yeah. So I'm going to attempt to rid myself of that inclination over the course of the next hour or so. Yeah, you did text me when you were about to come back, like, thank God I can do something, and i just been doing fag shit all day. <laughs> that, those were my exact words. I was yes. like, all right, we're going to be good. Because, holy shit, rehab is, it's it's summer camp for junkies. Yeah, and just so people know, uh, 
one of us going to rehab is genuinely like the least surprising thing that has happened. Oh, oh absolutely. In like the last eight years to I us. I cannot believe it didn't happen way sooner. All I was thinking was I thought it would have been funnier. You know, in my head, it always went down <laughs> went down funnier. Now, I didn't also uh, didn't exactly know when it was going to be sprung. No, so I was just no. in here, and then I heard it. Like, I knew it was generally going to happen. You didn't know when it was going to be sprung. <laughs> yeah, well, I, didn't, I knew it was generally going to happen. I just uh, didn't exactly know when. So I just hear it start. I just hear it come out of the fucking other corner of the room. I'm like, is that a joke? And it's like, oh, no, we're doing this for real. Not a drill. <laughs> yes. Not a drill. So I guess we can start there. There was a, a lovely intervention held for me. Um, again, having having watched the show Intervention, much less fun being the one receiving the intervention than being the one uh, watching it and making fun of it. That's uh, that's far more entertaining. Uh, I don't remember a ton of it, because as with interventions, I, w- I was kind of intoxicated. Uh, yeah. What I do remember is I was whisked off in an Uber to the airport with the uh, interventionist and a friend, and immediately started going into withdrawal, which was uh, pretty fucking miserable. Mm-hmm. I can imagine. I I do remember, for some reason, and we didn't tell the guy where I was going, the Uber driver started telling me a story about how he's addicted to Oxycontin. Hell yeah. And and he got in a, a car chase, or actually it was a motorcycle chase with the police, and he he wiped out on his motorcycle, and, Sick. and he hid in someone's garage and detoxed yeah, from Oxycontin for like four days in some dude's garage. I mean, that part doesn't sound fun. No, it sounds awful. Yeah, that sounds rough. But anyways, that was uh, that was my experience on the ride to the airport, which uh, was a fun way to kick things off. And then in the airport, I I was incapable of standing. So they had to uh, they had to fetch me a wheelchair. No, does he have? Is he paralyzed? Only from booze. Yes. No. Uh, well, Benzo withdrawal. But so uh, I get the wheelchair, and the first thing I was like, I'm going to need a drink, or this is not going to go well. So I get uh, wheeled to the airport bar, and uh, I get a beer, which I chug, and then uh, promptly proceed to vomit back up. <laughs> <laughs> All over the airport bar, <laughs> literally, literally just sitting in a wheelchair at the bar, and I throw up just fucking everywhere. And they just wheel me out, and we go to the gate. I was like, "All right, uh, solid." I mean, I can't uh, imagine you hadn't really eaten much in the last like forty. No, no, I had not. So um, your body just took it, took it in like a starving Kenyan, and immediately vomited. Well, uh, I made the the classic alcoholic mistake of when you're going through withdrawal, you really want to drink quickly, but you can't because like your stomach's not used to it. Yeah, your so stomach I, is weak. Yeah, I tried to chug it to get it in me, and then it quickly uh, expelled itself from my my stomach. But uh, from there, I was able to get on an airplane and. and Got another beer, which which I nursed much more carefully. You were, I mean, in, in 30,000 feet, it was probably more effective. Yes, yes, it was. A- if I had been in a funnier mood, I would have just texted you that song they play in Intervention when they get on the airplane. Do, 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 do. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yes. Uh, yeah. The, the happy song. Yeah, the happy song. So uh, Intervention was running in my head the entire time because I always kind of pictured rehab as uh, much, much more glamorous than it was, but we'll get there. Yeah. So prior, uh, so that that was the last beer I had, which whatever day that was, June 20th Yeah, I always remember shit. your first and your last. Yes. I, well, I, I only remember it because it was a fucking Miller Lite and it was one. <laughs> and it was like, this is, 
This it is doesn't gonna, work. It doesn't work with one. No, it's not going to fucking cut it. Like I was drinking and taking way too many benzos for one fucking Miller Lite to yeah. do. No, uh, I need a quadruple shot of whatever the strongest liquor you have. Yeah, well, I guess maybe I can start there. The the amount of benzos I was taking, I I wasn't able to fully quantify it actually until I got back today's what Wednesday, so two days ago. I kept a notebook in my room where I'd mm-hmm. write down how much I took and at what time because mm-hmm. I would get too fucked up and then I'd forget what time I took things and I'd just keep taking it and then I'd just black out. Oh, I know. I can I can add to this story after that. Yes. Okay. Um, so I, I realized, uh, so I was doing the analog benzos and obviously not a one-to-one conversion, but just to put it in terms where people could perhaps better understand... I was taking about 15 to 20 bars of Xanax a day. That'll do it. Yeah, that's uh, it's a decent amount. That's, um, uh, that's intervention worthy. Yes. So the first place I went was not to rehab. There's, there's a lovely place called Detox. Yeah, yeah. See, this is why I always say the messaging for drugs to children is wrong. It shouldn't just be drugs are bad because drugs rule. It should be rehab and detox fucking sucks. It's awful. Yeah. It's if you fucking sh- terrible. You showed like kids like someone going through like severe opiate withdrawal and detox or benzo withdrawal. You'd be like, oh, okay, I get the bad part now. Well, this is why the, the show Intervention lied to me because they, yeah. they always talk about their thought? Like, Who would have <laughs> thought that show didn't portray it as exactly what? as we thought? Well, they always talk about they like they went to passages malibu i was like yeah. that's fucking sick that's got to be so cool just on the live beach on the fucking beach for hell three yeah months. no it's fucking gay as hell <laughs> but so i get to detox there's this huge intake process and i'm in just like teetering on the edge of like not knowing where the fuck i am because i would i would lean towards not yeah Oh, we'll get there. Yeah. Uh, so we, we have to do this whole like interview intake process. And they're asking me about what drugs I've been doing and all that shit. What drugs you got? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they... <laughs> Just immediately. You're yeah. going to have to leave. Yeah. <laughs> oh, they tried that a few times, too. Um, They had no idea what the fuck I was talking about when I started naming off what I had been taking. And I was too fucked up to like argue properly my, explain it. I couldn't argue my case like at all. I <laughs> you, you were just in court trying to represent yourself like Ted Bundy. I and you just say, <laughs> "Your Honor, I I didn't do it. I was the what? jailhouse lawyer version of myself." Whereas, <laughs> like, I read one like uh, how to represent yourself in court for dummies, and I was trying to argue my case. It it was not going well. But the one thing that like broke me into being lucid. Was they said something about the like we're gonna start you on a Cerax taper, which is a super weak benzo. I just remember being like, "No, if you do that, I'm gonna have a seizure." Doc, I don't mean to you yeah. know do your job <laughs> I don't for want to tell you. you do this, but that's uh, that's not gonna be enough. That shit's not gonna work. Um, Hope you got a morgue on call. And that was the first time where they're like, "No, no, if you if you don't want to do it our way, you can kind of fuck off." So, our way or the highway. It is. And yeah. I'm already as <laughs> yes. high as possible. I wish. It, if you're going to go to detox, get really fucked up before you go. Those Do not are go on in withdrawal. Those are always my favorite uh, celebrity rehab moments is the early ones where they get them to agree. Mm-hmm. And the, even the people at the rehab are like, yeah, go have one last fix. Get it in good. 
you know, we'll make sure you don't die because this is going to be brutal. They, they legitimately tell people, like, get fucked up before yeah. you come in. You should be like, hey, Doc, how about you give me all the Xanax you have? Yes. Uh, and then we do this tomorrow. Let me go wild for, like, ten <laughs> yeah. minutes on the, the medicine cabinet. And, Just uh, close your eyes. Pretend you didn't see it. Let, let me get through this this next yeah. little bit. Yeah, so... uh then they they make me they, I have to get naked they uh they hand me they check your asshole so no but here's the weird part they make me take off all my clothes in front of them and then they give me uh one of those like paper you know the fucking doctor thingies they they have you put on yeah the gown with your ass out and then they examine my nuts for like drugs. They make me like pick it up. So well, it's like, like the new th- the kids doing that these days. They're hiding instead of their asshole. They're putting it all in their like their balls. Well, sack? no, like tucked under the nuts, like a but, tranny. I guess, but it's like, why did you make me put on the fucking paper gown if you're just gonna make me jiggle my balls around to make sure no drugs fall out? When did the asshole now become the the go to place to stash stuff? I don't know, but I have no recollection of any asshole checking, and maybe that's just repressed you trauma. Yeah. Yeah. Your brain was like, look, dog, we it got this. It did me one more yeah. solid. This is the last one we're going to do, and we're cutting you off, okay? So uh, I get put in a room there. Uh, it's a lovely place called Cure West. I have no problem naming that. Called Hell. Yeah. Oh, yes. <laughs> when I get to the next place, I won't be able to name them or the people in there due to like HIPAA shit. Um, I'm we're because we're the most famous people to have ever been sent there. Yes. You know, we signed an NDA. So, uh, uh, no once, drugs allowed. Once I get into full blown withdrawal, they they have people. They they come around and do like uh, room checks. They they, they got to monitor like they your got blood pressure. D- they got to the- do you like Jeffrey. Yep. Yep. And, but uh, but not the dead part. That is part of the room check. I got a handful of questions every day. Among those were, uh, do you plan on killing yourself? And then my favorite, the follow-up question to that, do you plan on killing anyone else? I like that. <laughs> yeah, I on like, a scale of 1 to 10, how much do you think you might kill yourself this week? 5? <laughs> All right, scale of 1 to 10, how do you feel about your roommate? What, but, what are you leaning towards? He's pretty fucking annoying. <laughs> now, luckily, in this place, I did have a room to myself, but I did appreciate the fact that they could look at me in my state and be like, he might still still possibly have the ability to kill someone else, which I absolutely did not. He's far too fucked up to tie a knot, though. Because the other series of questions, which, mind you, I answered all of these incorrectly for about a week. What day of the week is it? What year is it? Who's the president? Okay, so now I can (laughs) add some context to this, because this was when I figured out, hey, maybe this is worse than it usually is. Uh So we had one week... Where three days in a row, uh-huh. you came in here at about six and was like, fuck, I forgot we needed to record. <laughs> and all three of those days, neither one was a Saturday when we usually, usually record. Oh, yeah. And then the following week, you did the exact same thing. Three days in a <laughs> row and not a single one was a Saturday. So six out of the 14 days... I'm nothing if not consistent. You thought it was Saturday, six days. (laughs) Every day's the weekend to me, baby. Yeah, it was. That's when I was like, huh, I don't think this taper is going as bad. No, it's not going great. Uh, So (laughs) it's really funny. Now, I will say, I think you actually literally did it on the same three days 
both weeks. I think you did go like Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, both weeks. And I took Friday off. And then... No, you thought it was Saturday, Tuesday, Wednesday, oh, yeah, Thursday yeah, yeah. of both weeks. Well, that's good. Which was really funny to me. Yeah. Well, again, you got to be consistent. I saved that. I was like, you know what? I'm going to save this when he comes back because that's... <laughs> that's hilarious. Yeah, I didn't know only, that. That's the only time I've ever seen you go full amnesia. For oh. multiple days in a row. And there's there's more to add to that as, as we continue. Because you also kept ordering beer and then, like, forgetting you would have ordered the beer. So then, like, 300 would show up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. Hell yeah. It, it, it was cracking me up. <laughs> I think the dudes delivering that shit were really confused, but it was funny to watch. That I wish I had video of them just trying to drop off, like, 300 Natty Ices. Um... <laughs> Let's see here. So, ooh, detox. Um, so they're doing all that, doing the rounds. Now, fucked up part about detox. They had... Uh, they take all the drugs away. Not only that, but they, they take your phone and, like, anything you could use to contact the outside world. Yeah, it's like prison. All you got is a TV. Um, I was too fucked up. I was, like, full-blown hallucinating. I don't know what the fuck's going on. I, mm. I'm surprised they didn't just knock you out. They should have. Yeah, they couldn't um, have done you a solid. Be like, hey, we're going to put you to sleep for three days. You'll feel much better. It, it would have needed more than three days. But if, if I had to scale this, if we're doing like the drug withdrawal scale uh, on like a one to ten type thing, a one would be like you drink too much the night before you wake up and like you're throwing up and you got to skip work. Like you got a hangover. A solid hangover. The worst hangover you've had. Is like a one. Yeah. Uh when I had delirium tremens, which is where you're like hallucinating, you gotta get hospitalized just from booze. That was, and that's why I went to the hospital. My fucking resting heart rate was like 190 something. <laughs> that was like a five. Okay. This was like a solid eight and a half. Okay. This yeah. was really fucking bad. I'd put my like severe opiate withdrawal at like. Yeah, like a seven, eight. Yeah, this this just, was just pain. Can't sleep. Can't eat. I I was too, you can't you go you go insane after like four days of that shit. Yeah, the first the first week I was there, I could not drink water. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't know why I couldn't walk. I I kept like every time I tried to stand up. Oh, that's where I was going. So they wouldn't bring meds to the room. You had to walk to the nurse's station. And you had to, like, prove you wanted it? I guess. I don't know. I don't know if they this was, like, like, some sort of yeah, test of moral. We're or... trying to build back up your your, your wherewithal. Yeah, so uh, it, it, the problem was I couldn't stand. So, like, every time I would stand. It's funny if you just army crawled there. I, I would just fall over. <laughs> and then the nurse kept coming in to do checks. And they're like, why do you have all these fucking bruises? I was like, because you fucking keep making me get up and I keep falling over. Because <laughs> you won't give me my fucking little rascal. <laughs> yes. So uh, somewhere along the... Oh, and there's this super fucking annoying tech who kept coming in. He kept being like, it's movie night. You want to go watch a movie in the other room? I was like, oh, fucking go die, you piece of shit. No, you're going to molest me. Yeah. Uh, I did manage to turn on the TV at some point, but I couldn't figure out how to like change the channel because my hands didn't work. Um, so I had to just watch what was on. One day, it was like nine straight hours of some televangelist in the South, and he was just preaching from like a fucking NASCAR speedway. <laughs> it's like this, this is kind of cool. Uh, he was doing like prosperity doctrine shit. Another day. That must be how I know you were fucked up is you forgot the Little League World Series was on. 
Yeah. It, oh, was it at that? Yeah, June something. It was a marvelous series, I must say. Yes, I was quite disappointed to have uh, missed it. I had more important things to attend to. It's they expanded the field to ten teams each now. From Damn. Up from eight. Damn. Yeah. I wonder yeah. if it's archived somewhere. I can go back and watch it all. Oh, there's got to be something. I'm sure. At least the last few games. It was a great series. They juiced the ball a little more. So there were home runs Some again. Some extra pop. Yeah. Nice. It was great. I had a blast. <laughs> I'm glad you were having it was, fun. I, I was almost, it was very, you know, emotional because I was like, this is the first World Series I'm going to have to watch alone <laughs> in like eight years. Like a pedophile. Let, honestly, that's probably one of our oldest traditions. It is. Is getting fucked up and watching the Little League World Series. And that is the thing. Two guys doing it, still weird, less weird. One guy doing it. Yeah, just kind of sad. Weird. Yeah, it's just kind of lo- <laughs> sad and weird. Sad and lonely. Just man, Perry would have loved this. <laughs> this kid got it right in the face. Oh, it would have been great. What else did I watch? Oh, there was. The- oh, the other one when I was still in like full blown hallucinating phase, I I got stuck on a Law and Order SVU marathon. <laughs> and- <laughs> I I, <laughs> I know you've been in this place where like you can't discern reality from the hallucination like, you're like weaving this, in and out of. This is a documentary. Well, it, I kept it kept like getting incorporated into my perception of reality, so I just kept hearing about horrific <laughs> sex crimes. <laughs> so it was like he he got raped with a chandelier. I was like, this is fucked, dude. Yo, this is intense. But uh, so that was all going on. The room was like 55 degrees. It did not stop me from sweating through literally everything every day, even though I was freezing. Yeah, that's the real thing about withdrawal is it doesn't make sense. None, none whatsoever. Yeah, like you'll be sweating one minute and then the next you'll be like, why is it so cold? So everything's terrible. I feel like I'm going to die. That's uh, pretty much the the tagline for like yeah, everything's detox terrible. slash withdrawal is just everything's terrible. And I feel like I'm going to die. Yeah, that's pretty much a succinct explanation. And then I don't know how many days it was into this. This was a 14-day process, mind you. But I was, I was sitting up in bed, kind of my arm sort of like what my arm's doing now. And then all of a sudden my hand just starts... It's like I'm fucking set claiming. What, you looked like Tua Tagovailoa after you got that concussion the other it was, day? Yeah, it was uh, kind of like when someone gets punched and they start corpsing. Yeah. yeah. It was that, and then I just sort of blacked out, and I woke up at some time later. Hell yeah. I was like, okay, that probably wasn't good, but I didn't really know what to do about it. Um, I mean, blacking out is technically like... An adjective for sleeping. It was better than being awake. I'll give it that. Yeah, anything than than reality is more comfortable. But that did make me. I was, I was like, you know what? I I probably need to figure out a way to get meds because uh, I I don't think my hand should be doing that. It's never <laughs> done that before. That's not good. Uh, so I get one of the texts on the rounds. I was like, look, man, you, uh, I gotta get my meds. Can you just like push me there in a wheelchair? It's like. If you can't walk there, you got to leave. Again, that seems counterproductive. That seems like a weird... Yeah, no, if you can't make it, you're not going to make it through. If you're not healthy enough to get meds, you got to leave this hospital. Look, this program takes a little, you know... (laughs) Grit and determination. Yeah, you need some willpower there, brother. So, uh, he he tells me he can't get me meds, but what he can do is bring me dumb, dumb lollipops. Well, that's, you know, that's the same thing. So, Thank you for offering me the cheapest candy known to man. So so he brings me a fistful of dumb, dumb lollipops. Yeah. Oh, in 1950, I would have loved this as a kid. And, uh, he he tells, probably was a pedophile. Who the fuck is 
Hey kids, you want you want a you want a lollipop? But he was like an eighteen year old with uh, bright like neon green hair. So I don't I don't know what the I fuck know his who deal he was. voted for. Yes, <laughs> and uh, yes, he brings me those and tells me just focus on the flavor. And I tried to explain to him this wasn't as good as medicine. But uh, what an odd thing to say. Take this lollipop and just focus on the flavor. I think okay? it was let the flavor take you take over you. <laughs> let let the extravagance yeah. of Look, this, this this is dime candy this wash is over you. Transcendental and take away the pain of yeah. your years of drug abuse. In an esoteric sense, as the lollipop disappears, so shall your pain. Yes. So at, at this point, I start planning my my grand caper, which is I have to find a way to get to the nurses station. At the time, it seemed like the most impossible task I could possibly <laughs> fathom. With the benefit of hindsight, I realize now that my room was probably about 15 yards from the nurse's station. Just like, I'm, I'm not going to make it. Well, nope. nope. At a certain point, I was like, worst case scenario, I will get there and I will just, I, I won't like make it. I'll just pass out in the hallway. You'll and show grit. They'll deal with it from there. Yeah. Like, look, I tried. So I, I, <laughs> I get there. I, I get up. I, I stumble my way there. I plant myself in a seat and uh, I'm sitting there. And again, arm sort of resting, doing this with my hands. And, and I start set tripping again. <laughs> and then uh, I, I wake up some indeterminate amount of time later. And now I'm in a hospital. Nice. And uh, a doctor swings by. He goes, you just had a huge seizure. And uh, also you have COVID now. <laughs> I was like, dope. All right. You cool. should have been like, COVID's not real. Yeah. <laughs> This is a pandemic, <laughs> doctor. Who do you work for, yeah. doctor? Do you work for Bill Gates? Yeah. So, are you related to the Chinese? Yeah. That was also going into detox was the first time I got the the nose swab the test nose done. Sw- very, very unpleasant. I, I did not enjoy that at all. No, I mean it's pretty much like uh, they're just shoving it all the way up there. Yeah, not enjoyable. Don't recommend it. If you haven't had it done, keep avoiding it. But COVID's not real. So, anyways, end up uh, in in El Hospital. Uh, Did, was the doctor like, hey, my bad. I probably should have listened to you. Different doctor. So this guy was like IV Valium and Ativan pronto. She's been like, hell yeah, doc. Yeah, that IV Valium may be one of the greatest feelings I've ever had. Because yeah. like, it was relief. A, a temporary reprieve from the uh, hell that I had been yes. living in. Uh, what What happens from there? Yes, so I do go back and they're like... Okay, so now we think it's a good idea to start you on a Valium taper with Ativan. I was like, I seem to remember suggesting that like a week ago. You know, there's a wise man who <laughs> said that here once. Yes, I believe I said that on my intake. Uh, so I do that. I'm still... It, the crazy part about benzo withdrawal is it does not fucking go away. It, uh, For the most part, with alcohol, after like five days, the worst of it is over. This was just miserable for about a full it was about six weeks before I started feeling better. The the worst of it was about three weeks, but yes, it, it took about a month and a half for me to be uh near normal again. So, I mean that's about norm that's about like the regular amount of time. Uh well no, I mean like this was like withdrawal withdrawal. For for six weeks, not oh, like okay, not never like mind. Sort of not feeling getting better. Yeah, no, this was like uh, can't sleep, can't eat type 
shit for that period of time. So anyways, Valium Taper, I get told where I'm going to rehab uh, the <laughs> the entire last week I'm a detox because they're, they're tapering me off the Valium at that point. Can't mm-hmm. eat. So I don't think I eat for the last four or five days I'm in there. And then the entire first week I'm in rehab, I don't eat. Uh, so I saw like 11 days in there where I don't eat. And then the first thing they do is make me go on a fucking hike. That was like five <laughs> miles. I made it uh, about a solid quarter mile before I just sat down. I was like, fuck this shit. You guys go. <laughs> it's not happening. No, no. Le- that's, I, that may have literally been what I said. I was just like, no. Leave no, me behind. Not I know, happening. I know it's no man left behind, but you got to. Leave, leave me behind. Yeah, this is this is a, a, a one. This, you can leave me behind on this one. It's not happening. So when I first get there, I am still like completely detoxing they tell me groups mandatory you gotta go to that um and four aa meetings a week that's just sort of the expectation all that shit so i pretty much do nothing but lay in bed uh let's my my first roommate i'm there the i want to say it was the second night i'm there so again i'm not i'm not like sleeping at all i'm sleeping maybe one or two hours a night about 2 a.m., like I said, maybe the second night I'm there, I'm just laying in bed, and he he starts talking, but he's not talking like his normal voice. He's doing like a John Wayne voice. He just goes, look here, you fucking... <laughs> he, look here, you fucking... He just drops a hard R N-word. <laughs> and I was like, What? He just, look here, you fucking, like, gritted teeth. He gave it to you twice? Twice. I was like, what the fuck is going on right now? I look over, he's still asleep. So what is he sleep talking? He was sleep doing a John Wayne impression? He was sleep racist. That's awesome. Just sleep talking. Well, howdy do. <laughs> Look here, you fuck. <laughs> but yes, uh, so that was, he, he turns out he uh, sleep talks well, was a regular occurrence. Never one as cool as that one, though. That was a good intro to it. Uh, let's see here. Oh, yes. And then my first few days there. Oh, how to put this. Uh, a lot of the people when I first got there were um, pussies. <laughs> uh, so I start going to groups and, and because I'm the new guy, they're kind of making everyone introduce themselves and they're describing their sort of history and what got them there. Mm-hmm. It, it, first of all, pretty much everyone there is strictly alcoholic. Most people have never really done other drugs. But as I'm listening to them describe what they did, like one guy, one guy was in there for drinking a pint of beer a night, which is uh, 32 ounces of beer, which is... Less than three beers. Did he weigh like eighty five pounds? No, no, he was uh, it was probably like five seven normal weight. Uh, okay. Yeah, that was my thought too. I was like, maybe I'm just mis- Like, maybe he meant of hard liquor and a misunderstanding. Maybe they call yeah, hard 30, liquor beer here. Thirty two ounces of vodka will yes. do it. That'll definitely do it. So there was some of that going on. There was also there was a bunch of. She'd just been like, pussy. Yeah, there were a bunch of kids that sort of skewed younger in there, and they were just obviously lying about shit 
And it just like didn't make sense. I was like, bro, why are you trying to get fucking clout and rehab? The dog is a rehab. We get it. <laughs> yes, like, You're a SoundCloud rapper. It's fine. Oh, there was one of them. I'll get to of him. Of course. Uh, yeah, no. So it was... It was my name's Perry, and I think y'all are pretty gay. I'm gonna be honest <laughs> yeah. with you right now. There, there was a lot of that, and then I started going to the meetings, and there was a few meetings where someone. It, I went to one. There's these speaker meetings, which is where like people tell their life stories and the, all that bullshit. Right. I went to one twice where two two separate speakers shared a story where they were like. You know, I was buying a, a six pack a day, and uh, sometimes I'd have uh, up to four. Like, and yeah, these dudes is not built <laughs> quite the same. I was like, uh, and then and, what? And then what? And, <laughs> and then, then, you, then you did an eight ball heroin. Uh, yeah, what? and then how'd you end up here? Yeah, the the uh, Boulder AA scene is fucking weird. Someone someone else who who came in after me described it as being for uh, g- gay hippies, and yeah, I could not think of a more accurate descriptor. I mean, that's pretty much all a Boulder. Oh yes, yeah, like just gay hippies. Yeah, it's super. It's super clout chasey. Where people are, there's a lot of people with like four months of sobriety who who want to tell you about like how wise they are, and they just go to these fucking meetings, dude. They're they're. <laughs> I don't even need my notes for this. They're <laughs> we we've talked about how space weirdos have this incredible ability to just pontificate about absolutely nothing. They just they're they're so fucking self important. I mean David Wilcock, yeah. Yeah, they're they're so self important that they can just draw out any just nothingness into these fucking five hour things. These AA meetings, some of these people show up and they, they have nothing to say about drinking or doing drugs. Like a lot of these people just fucking talk about their day. And I'm forced to go to fucking four of these things a week. It's just like shitty podcasts. Not not fucking even there. There were <laughs> there was one meeting I would go to where a lot of people would just be like, "So I went to Target and I was trying to buy a sweater, but they were out of the sweaters in my size." I was like, "Ah, oh, just fucking die! Just go back to drinking." Yeah, Jesus, you were cooler. Fine. You were cooler, hammered, man. Yeah, find find a new bed. <laughs> yeah. go, go workshop a tight five and come back. Yeah, this isn't doing it for me. No, it was fucking miserable. And then. I didn't want to go off a meeting tangent, but fuck it. Uh, there was every Tuesday. So we we had to do 30 plus hours of therapy a week. That is a fuckload of therapy. That's a lot. Yeah, that's a no, lot. No days off. Every day therapy, individual therapy, that Bill, once a week. That Bill Belichick therapy. Group therapy every day of the week. And then AA four days a week. One of those days was... Uh, so we had to do group therapy every Tuesday from 9.30 in the morning till 4.30. Mm-hmm. And then we had to go to a meeting that's uh, called Robber's Roost, which is... there's, there's That sounds a, like a sick chicken joint. Yes, there's, there are a series of meetings across the country, apparently. But here's the thing about these, these roost meetings is... So we had to do the full day of therapy, right? Uh-huh. We we then had to leave the house at five to go to two hours of a barbecue uh-huh. at the, the sober living house, which was fucking miserable. They never had enough chairs. So if you didn't have a chair, you just had to like stand. And then at the end of the two hours of barbecue, 
we had to go to the meeting, which is another hour. So now, so now it's a three-hour ordeal. Mm-hmm. And to top this all off, the meeting is held in a garage with no air conditioning. Sick. And the only people who show up are all the guys from the house because we're fucking forced to be there. <laughs> and then there's like five old dudes. There's one. There's one dude on an oxygen tank, and the whole <laughs> the whole fucking meeting. I just realized this meeting is on Zoom. Hell yeah. We could do it. It kind of violates the anonymous part, but we might have to zoom in momentarily. We're going we're gonna to Zoom crash AA meetings. But yeah, uh, well, for a while, there were also Zoom jackers, I guess. They would just like Zoom into AA meetings and peed off. Hell yeah, bro. That's but, pretty cool. Anyway, so there was, uh, we called that guy OT Jonasis because <laughs> his name was John. He had an oxygen tank. Uh, you should have stepped on his cable one cord <laughs> one day and be like, "You die in there, John." There were there were a few. Uh, like he would just share about it. Be like, "My my wife broke her hip. I want to die so bad." <laughs> but that that'd be his whole share. Someone please unplug the tank. And then at the other part of this meeting, it was like open format, so it's just people could share whatever the fuck they wanted to share. Uh-huh. They refused to end it a second early. So the meeting would start at 7, end at 8. If no one wanted to talk, we they, just fucking sat in silence. They paid They paid to have that room until there, 8. By God, we're going to use it. There were multiple occasions where we just sat in complete silence <laughs> for 7 plus minutes. Well, I guess we're meditating today. Yes, there were... There were there was a motion sensor light in the garage. Every fucking meeting, it would turn itself off because no one fucking moved. But there, there was a guy at this meeting uh, named Andy. And the, uh, the important thing to know about Andy is he shared the same fucking thing every week to the point where we... <laughs> he wrote one bit and was like, nah, this is all I got. We were able to make like a bingo board out of the shit he said. Uh, he he always talked about calling his wife a fucking bitch, which I enjoyed. <laughs> Hell yeah, bro! But yeah, no, fuck that bitch. It uh, yeah, I fucking hated that meeting. <laughs> I I don't remember where I was before I went off on that tangent. That was uh, where where was I? Uh, oh yes, no one doing drugs there. That that was kind of a bitch. But then, I mean, if you're going in for like a six pack, I don't think you're the type to smuggle anything in. It was, I will say this was a higher end rehab. So a lot, and it's a dual diagnosis facility, meaning there's like mental health shit there as well. A lot of these guys didn't need to be in a rehab. This was, they're just, uh, they're just retarded. <laughs> they're severely on the spectrum. Oh, well, we'll get there too. <laughs> don't, don't you worry. I assure you, we, we cover it all. Um, the, the people I did hang out with, when everyone in there ended up getting a nickname because the people I hung out with, we just assigned everyone a nickname. We all have too much brain damage. Remember, your full-ass names, so we're yeah. going to shorten this shit down. Oh, speaking of brain damage, I guess I didn't cover that with the seizures. Uh, part of the seizures, I don't remember a whole lot uh, of, of life. Um, it's like the information is in my head, but it has to be prompted. So, like, unprompted, I don't remember things, but once someone starts talking about it, I'll recall it. Just got to reconnect the old neural pathway. Yes, so it's still there, but if I don't know what you're talking about, it might, like, I'll catch up, but it might take me a minute on on certain things. I'll just dose you with mushrooms and we'll fix this. (laughs) Yes. I think uh, it it took me about a month to remember my phone number. Well, (laughs) who remembers their own phone number? I've only had it since seventh grade. You know, I don't actually have to give it out that often. 
So uh, the two people I ended up hanging out with the most, we called ourselves the uh, the Pooh Crew because we just gave everyone Winnie the Pooh nicknames. Uh, I thought it's because you shit. we all shit ourselves. Yeah. No. So the, that was Pooh and Tigger were were the two people, and that's how I will referring to them as such if they come up uh, going forward. Um, what else went on there? So day to day, I kind of already YouTube. gave it. I'm not inserting an ad. I uh, I kind of went through the day to day already. Group. Oh, the. <laughs> the accommodations were fucking shit. I was sleeping on like a twin bed with, uh, you know, like the the dorm room shit from Target, like the plastic mattresses. Uh, yes, yeah. but then like the the twenty dollar uh, comforter set. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah those. Yeah. So right. so my my legs have been hanging off a bed for three months. It's fucking <laughs> garbage. And then we had a um. I don't well. I think the website of this place listed as being a a professional chef. Which I guess a guy who cooks food in exchange for money is technically one. Yeah. The worst food I've ever had. Like, <laughs> not even remotely close. <laughs> he, I, I wanted to get pictures of it. I forgot to get it. He he would make stuff. We just called it brick pork. Because he would cook <laughs> these pork chops. And no joke, they were, they were a solid like four inches thick. And we weren't allowed to have knives, obviously, because like you could, you know, you could shank someone or yourself after yeah. you tried to eat these fucking pork chops. Yeah, everything he cooked until there was no moisture in it, and and just it was solid. It was solid to the touch. <laughs> I uh, very frustrating. <laughs> but um, what one of the guys I was in there with on on brick pork night, he he grabbed one of the pork chops and he just ran out on the patio and threw it at a car. <laughs> uh, it was incredibly frustrating. We had, <laughs> we we had chicken last week where it just looked like someone shit on it. I just stopped eating again like two weeks ago. I was like, no, I'm I'm reclaiming my dignity. Like, I'm not doing that. I'll just eat peanut butter and jelly. I'm, I'm not doing this shit. I'm fasting. Yes. No. I I couldn't I couldn't do it anymore. Uh, for the kind of money I was paying, edible food would have been nice. But you know, you you take what you can get. I Did guess. anyone get frisky enough to be like, hey, dude, you suck at cooking? It. Was brought up so much, we were told we couldn't bring it up anymore. <laughs> three, three separate times. Look, guys, he's very sensitive about his food. Okay, <laughs> three separate times we were served vegetables that were still frozen. <laughs> he's he served he served a frozen salad. I don't know. I don't it was know. Chilled, okay. I don't know how you serve a frozen salad. This is a specialty dish of his. Yes, where he doesn't cook it. It was. <laughs> he would also brag about like how he was famous for his meatball recipe, and he was like making money selling us. Like, You're just like, no, you don't. No, you aren't. <laughs> no, it's like, who the fuck are you, kid, bro? You probably came out of this rehab. What, you uh, fucking he loser. Did. He did. He yeah. was a former. But that's why they're like, look, don't talk. We know it's terrible. Okay. Well, uh, I prior to my showing up, apparently there was an incident. They, they, it's just kind of called the steak incident, which <laughs> I guess uh, he, he had decided, he's like, I'm going to make steak. And so someone just described it. He said it was like literal shoe leather. Like people say that, but like this was literally like that. And then every every Tuesday we would have a community meeting where like we were kind of allowed to air our grievances and we'd update the community, whatever, the week coming up, shit like yeah. that. And my, my former roommate just starts the meeting by going, uh, so the food fucking sucks. <laughs> <laughs> and then some of the administrator dudes got like super defensive and like, you're, you're just saying we should fire the guy. He's like, a success story. What are you guys, 
Look, okay, Anthony Bourdain is not at yeah. this rehab. But all right, <laughs> yes. look, we got, we know we pulled the the one chef who does heroin that can't cook. Yes, we we have the guy who literally can't make chicken yeah. properly. Look, his taste buds are gone. Okay, guys, cut him some slack. Most of the meals we were getting towards the end were literally just things he would buy from Costco and like reheat. I mean, that's. Honestly, what I probably would have asked him to do, like, hey, just go buy fucking frozen meals and microwave it. There, there was a night towards the end where he was out on, like, a family emergency, and we just had Stouffer's lasagna. Everyone was so fucking happy <laughs> that we just got fucking Stouffer's lasagna. Like, there were no leftovers. We ate all of it. it that was the other part. That's a low point. We're like, yo, this Stouffer's is the best fucking thing I have ever eaten. That was the other in part my of it. Life. Is we we had to do like obviously everyone's got a chore and shit. There was there was so much of some of the food left over. It like the pork. There, there was probably 15 pounds of pork left over. Well, they tried to donate it to the homeless, and they were like, nah, we're not taking that shit no, again. No, no, we don't want it. Uh, someone did throw some of the chicken at the roof. <laughs> they were just throwing it on the... Everyone was so fucking frustrated. Uh, I mean, that's like the one thing that could make it better in there. Yeah. Um, hmm, I'm trying to see some of the Although shit maybe that also builds your resolve. Be like, no, you need to suffer it. This is purgatory. Oh, that's definitely part of it. There's also, I was going to skip some of this. but There's no joy here, okay? This is coming to grips with the fact that joy is an illusion. Well, I was trying to tell people that because, like, they, they give you small tastes of real life where it's like after you go on an activity, you can go get ice cream. I was like, I don't want this because you're just going to take well, it away. Well, like you're Joe Biden getting fucking shelled around. Exactly. Like, hey, Joe, if you make it through this speech without mentioning someone who's already dead... We'll get you some ice cream after. Well, and you also, you get one store run a week, but the first thing they do once they Can don't like how you're acting is they take away the store run. Ah, uh, that's, that's terrible. Oh, you don't get to go to the store. You write down what you want and oh, then they like, take your debit card and go to the store for you. I was like, can you go get nudie mags? Porn is explicitly forbidden. There well, is no pornography. Anything, anything can be porn if you use enough imagination. Yes, you, you, you can you give to. me a Victoria's Secret calendar? Some of the, what about a catalog? I'm thinking of being trans. Some of the, the younger kids struggled tremendously with the lack of pornography. Oh, th the youth is fucked. They're, that's why their dicks are going to stop working at like 29. They had no ability to utilize the spank bank. They, yeah, they, they had, don't. They don't. They don't know how no. to jerk off with their imagination. No, no. That's why I've trained myself through through years of practice. I've genuinely wondered to if jerk like off in the most adverse conditions. If like that would actually help them is like, look, I get you can't stop touching yourself, but use your imagination. That's got to be at least a little better. Just just do it for like two weeks. Yeah, just you know, reset the circuit board. Just work on imagining it and not hard, watching. It. Hard reboot. Either that, or you better get a lifetime subscription to Blue Chew promo code hidden. Yes, so, I think. Yeah, I don't remember it either. Um, oh, there was speaking of the hellish experience. There, they would do the uh, sort of shady shit you know how like during an intervention if the, the person wouldn't agree to gr uh, go the the family would read like the alternate letter they like start we're gonna fucking kick you out yeah we're, we're yeah. gonna take away all the shit we're not yeah. gonna let you live here they did a lot of that like when people would uh, try and leave early where it'd be like uh <laughs> one of my friends in there he, he was just talking about leaving and uh the the head counselor like called his parents was like D does he own his car 
or, or can you like take <laughs> hey, it from them? Can you repo that shit? That's exactly. They tried to do that with two separate people. I was in there. They told someone else, uh, his wife, that like she should talk about leaving him. It was all kinds <laughs> of super, super shady shit. That's really funny. Hey, look, he's thinking of leaving. Do you think you can say you're going to leave him if he leaves? Yes. Do you think you could uh, divorce him? Yeah. You know, we've threatened him with everything we can, but the food is shit here. Yeah. It'd <laughs> yes. be funny if they had one good cook and then the other guy. And they're like, look, if you behave, you get good food. Well, so the even more, not to keep going back to the food, but the, the even more fucked up the part. The food's all anybody talks about in prison. The most fucked up part is on the weekends, the, the I almost called this inmates. The patients, <laughs> the patients mean, have to, if the shoe fits. You're paying to be an inmate. The, the patients have to cook on the weekends and the food is a million times better. I mean, it can't really get worse. Like two weeks ago, someone just made fucking chicken tenders and French fries, and everyone <laughs> was so goddamn happy that we just got like Tyson chicken tenders and fucking fries. It really is like, hey, can I just show this motherfucker how to use an air fryer? It just any, we had one too. It was just like, pre, please utilize. Look, dog, it. it's the easiest way to cook anything. Oh, what else would someone? Oh, the groups are. It turns out 30 hours uh, hours of uh, therapy a week, you, you don't need that. It's nonsense. The therapists run out of shit to do. I mean, I did three days a week at BYU for my first year there, and that was a lot. Yeah, so... I had to take notes just to have things to bitch about. <laughs> so this, this was kind of like that, because we would have... There was a group uh, where they passed out gingerbread men, and they're like, color on this gingerbread man... Where, where you shot yourself up. Where, kind of, it was like, <laughs> where where did your drug affect you? And like, how did it affect you? And there was just like you markers just, and shit. should have just drawn a happy face. <laughs> so th- there was... It made me smile. Yeah. <laughs> what do you think I kept doing? It was doing way it? better than this horse yeah. shit. There was, uh, oh, there was, uh, last Saturday, we got back. And we did a group where they they passed around a deck of cards and we had to stick it to our forehead and then walk around the room interacting with people based on uh, the rank of their card as if it was like social class. Isn't that a drinking game? I have no fucking idea, but I also have no idea what it had to do with recovery. Hey, you're the two of spades? Yes, and I don't understand the message, to be honest, buddy. They they just started talking about like how lower class people are treated worse. I was like, uh, did let you, me tell you about okay. CRT. Okay, so critical race theory, you <laughs> yeah. see, is that you know black people are suffering from oppression by anybody that's a shade lighter than them. Yes, and there was yeah, there was all kinds of nonsense. There did was you a- know black magic is actually oppression? That it was, is. That was a dumb bit I came up with <laughs> doing the solo show. Impression. Well, it was doing the story about this dumb bitch who was a witch, and uh, she was talking about black magic, and I was like, it'd be funny to imagine, you know, like the KKK being like, we got to keep black magic white, okay? <laughs> Look, black magic is for white people. White magic is for white people, okay? <laughs> I don't think there's any other way about it. No black magicians? No, no. Black magic <laughs> is not for black people, okay? Not in this country. I approve that message. Um, uh, fuck all the it, the groups nonsense. It, it easily. I mean, when the when they're in for six packs, yeah. Yes. I want to talk to the dude who's shooting up seven bags of heroin. I I finally got like some of those guys. Hell uh, yeah! Tigger was uh, in for for heroin. And he had also come straight from doing 500 days in jail. Come. Yes. So (laughs) he 
He he was there. Feels for, good to be back. Yes, we're finally <laughs> back, back in, in action in prime form. Uh oh, the more more egregious than the stupid groups. With the lead <laughs> clinician, his name was Jamie. He's just this fat cocksucker from Cleveland. That's how he got in but, there, addicted to cock. But he he I think he thought he was a Native American. Well, like a. Li- like Elizabeth Warren? He, yes, like that. But he was <laughs> he was clearly just a fat white guy from Cleveland. No, you don't understand. I got Cherokee blood. Well, it's just like, just because your baseball team is the Indians does not make you Native American. He'd be like, well, Chief, and, shut the fuck up. Will you be quiet? <laughs> well, he would give these lectures. He'd be like, the Lakota people do this. I was like, what In the my, fuck do... My people have a tradition where <laughs> they would go on spirit walks in <laughs> the forest. <laughs> Literally that. But he was telling us, he'd be like, I... I like stapled shit to my chest and attached it to a tree, and then they move the tree and it like rips shit out of my chest. I was like, "What the fuck does this have to it's do like, with being sober, dude?" I think you had a bad trip. Yeah, I'm gonna be honest. You stapled shit to yourself and then stapled yourself to a tree. I think you should be in this chair. He was by far the worst of them all, just because he he also had a, a bit of an anger problem. <laughs> he he couldn't handle his... Well, said Native American blood. They yes, are savages. He was very fiery. <laughs> they are savages, you yes. know. He was he was quick on the trigger. He, you know, he, had a, he was a Lakota warrior. Yes. <laughs> oh, fat, white <laughs> my, Lakota warrior. My people were killed by the American government. Yeah, he would just go on these long diatribes. Like, I, I, I don't know what this... In, he would do this thing. He called it sociometry. I called it a waste of fucking time. That sounds cool, though. <laughs> Off top, I'm going to be honest. It's a good word. Sociometry sounds like in something Jordan Peterson would talk about. Realistically, it's uh, using a room as a map. Okay. So it'd be like, okay, this room is a map of the United States. Over there is where California would be. Now go stand where you're born. So geography? <laughs> yes. Uh, I hate to break that to him. Or or it'd be like, stand in a line based on when you were born. And okay. We would, we would do this every week. Sounds It sounds like something they have you do in like third grade where, PE. You're catching on. Where were you before you came here? Stand on the map. It would have been funny <laughs> if he was like, was JFK assassinated by Oswald? Stand, stand in a line. Stand in a line. Yeah. Was, Is 9-11 an inside job? Stand, stand in a in line. A line. Yeah, so there was a uh, uh, yeah, it was a tremendous fucking waste of time. Um, oh, now now we can get onto the interesting uh, some some characters we we have. Mm-hmm. There are uh, very few truly interesting people. There was one of the better ones. We'll, we'll call Ronnie. He uh, he showed up. He was there for uh, is a Mexican fella or a black man? White. Fe- Everyone there was white. Oh, so a white guy with a black name. All right, one hundred percent white. Those dudes do good drugs. He was doing analog psychedelics. Sick. And, Anything good? Uh, I d- I never got to talk to him, and the reason for that being is about two days in, he was also he smoked a lot of weed and he was going through like cannabinoid hyperemesis, the thing oh, where yeah. you take like forty fucking showers a day. And uh, he he had a bit of a, a freak out on the second night where... I mean, doing 40 showers a day is a pretty good indicator that something's about to go yeah, wrong Yeah, here. it's not going great. Um, he, he, he just came into his room. And he told his roommate, he just goes, take me to my brother, you faggot. <laughs> and then, so he starts freaking out. Uh, my favorite part of his freak out is he goes... Uh, what you, an aggressive way to say 
if if you don't if you don't take me to my brother, I'm gonna kill myself. And then he goes, the best part, you, I'm gonna kill myself. No wait, I love myself. I, no wait, I love myself. I'm gonna kill someone else. And then they have to they have to lock him in his room. And then, uh, wait. This is a funny, this overly melodramatic yes. shit. I'm gonna kill myself. Wait, wait. No, <laughs> I love I, myself. I love myself. I'm gonna kill <laughs> one of you. So they they have to lock him in his room while they wait for the cops to show up. And he starts demanding his. He starts making demands. He demands his phone. He's a hostage. I've got myself to hostage in here, and I will kill it. But they won't give him his phone. So he's like, just put it close enough so my headphones can connect via Bluetooth. <laughs> So anyways, he, he was only, he was what, there. What a 21st century negotiation. Yes. Look, just move it six inches so closer. So I can use Spotify. So I can use Spotify and drown you the fuck out. So he was one of the ones who was only there for, yeah, like two days. Another guy, uh, Hank, he was there for about 30 hours. He shows up. The first thing he does is just sit on a bench and meditate. And then we have the first dinner the the aforementioned great food. Uh, he complains about the lack of vegan options. <laughs> buys buys a plane ticket and leaves the next morning. He was able to walk out. Uh, yeah, they let you discharge. It was not like a lockdown facility. You were able to leave if you wanted to. After one day, though. Yeah, he dipped. I feel like they should at least have like a hey, why don't you stay a night? He uh, he went to go to ayahuasca in Peru. <laughs> that sounds cool. Well, he was also he was in there for fucking weed. I could go for Iowa. Oh, that's gay. Yeah, there were gay. A few, there were a few of those people. Gay. Uh, there was well, someone I, again. I can't use real names. So I'll, I'll do. Just, I'll go do Iowa's guy. I just don't want to go to Peru. I'll just call this guy C Money. He was uh, another Hell guy yeah. who was out of prison. C Money, bro. He he was in there. He, he had a great one where. Uh, Part of group was like one of the the assignments we had to do was you had to tell your your like life story. You had to and, give your your book, kinda. And he was doing uh, his whole life story, and he kept talking about how like he kept calling his sister like a Christian retard because she believed the the <laughs> Earth was two thousand years old. And then he two thousand years old, yeah, or, or whatever, 7, it is. yeah, 7, whatever 000. it is. Okay. And then uh, he he kept saying like his other sister was a fucking dumb slut. Hell and yeah, finally, bro. The, the person leading the the group, the counselor, was like, "Can can we maybe use a, a different word?" He's like, "This is my fucking story." <laughs> he was cool, but uh, this he, is my story, and I'm gonna tell it how I want to tell it. But eventually, in the middle of lunch, he just came downstairs with all his shit in a trash bag and walked out the door. He was cool. Uh, it's a surprising amount of people who are just able to leave. Is yeah. it because they already have your deposit? Yeah. Oh, yeah. You got to pay oh. for the full month up front. I don't oh, think okay. they give a shit. That makes more sense because if they were leaving, they weren't going to get the money. They'd be like, that's a stupid thing. But oh, if you already paid, then like, yeah, all right, go fuck off. We don't care. <laughs> the The latest addition to this list just got there. I guess I can't even use his nickname because it's He's a special boy, and <laughs> we got to the point where we were bored enough to where we just started assigning people nicknames before they even showed up. So <laughs> they got nicknames pre-arrival. Yes, and we just started telling them that's your nickname. <laughs> and this guy showed up, but the problem was he can't discern what reality is. So he thought it was his real name. Hell yeah! And you now guys changed his name. We'll, we'll we'll say it was Chet, but but now Chet Hanks. Now he's going around telling all the staff that his name is Chet. 
Like his second day there, his second day there, he's trying to do meds, and the guy's like, "What's your name?" It's like it's it's Chet. Uh, they keep telling me it's Chet, so I guess that's not it. even that. He's it's Chet, and they're like, "It's I, Chet now." And the guy was just like, "I I swore it was something else." He's yeah, like, the, your paper does not say Chet. Yeah, so he kept doing that. His other thing is he uh, he gets we just call it getting stuck. Which is just like in the morning when I get, I was usually like one of the first people up and he would just come into the kitchen and he would just uh, like stare at the stove for like five to 10 minutes. And then he would just like a few mornings ago, it was six, six, 15. He was just walking around with a ladle. There was nothing being cooked. He was just walking around with a ladle and I got him to put it away. And then he just stared at the refrigerator for like 12 minutes. It's but, just uh, his brain was like lagging. I I don't know what his deal was. He he had no ability to hold a conversation. Like we would just be talking. One time we were talking out in the smoking area, and just in the middle of a random conversation, he gave us his address and told us to write him letters. There's another time where he told us when he would be gone, so we could go into his room and read his diary. And then uh, that's an odd one. It's a very odd one. I'm surprised you remembered his address. And then what? Oh, you told me he was a undocumented immigrant and he's going to move to Alaska to go fish. All kinds of random sick, bro. He snuck over the border. I guess you should have told him I'm going to call ice. (laughs) He was super into like class warfare. But the funny thing was his family was retardedly rich. The bourgeoisie. Yes. Need to be overthrown. Oh, I forgot the. Maybe the best thing he did, he would write poetry. Yo, communist retard is pretty funny, actually. It's a, a good bit. bit. It was a, a great bit. bit. Yeah. <laughs> it was the only thing he'd get worked up over in group. Is anytime <laughs> gotta eat the goddamn rich. Anytime something vaguely related, to, he told someone he wanted to kill Jeff Bezos, but he didn't have the guts to do it. But <laughs> that's so much funnier than just saying I want to kill Jeff Bezos. Like I want to kill Jeff Bezos, but I, I admittedly, I'm too big a pussy. Anytime something vaguely money related would come up. That's like he would just start preaching about class warfare, uh, warfare shit. Uh, Did you know that that the one percent have more than the ninety nine percent? It's exactly that. Combined, bro. You said this yesterday, okay, man. You, you've run out of talking points. But he would he would write poetry, and in one of the poems, he re- he uh, revealed a new art form he created, which was qual- called uh, quotery. And, and quotery. You mean plagiarism? Quotery is <laughs> is where you you take words that someone had previously said and you write them down and you attribute those words to that person. And that's quotery. Okay. I mean I think that's just quoting, but I, I like, tried to explain this, but it did not go over well. Look, maybe he's the Da Vinci in this scenario and we're just not on his level. Yeah. Uh the man invented a new form of art. There, I think it's just memes and quotes, but yes. regardless, Quotary. he invented it all on his own. That's I, I think I'm just going to use I that like word that. for me. Quotary is a solid word. Yeah, yeah. Quotary, quotary might have to stay. There, there was another guy who went, uh, uh, we'll call him Jester. Mm-hmm. He, oh boy, I almost feel bad doing this because he's actually a good dude. Uh, he had OCD though, and his thing, his OCD thing was... Doing drugs. I, I Well, that, but I don't know how to put this. Uh, we just called it dooring doors. And I was going to say jerking off, but okay. Uh, that's it. But um, <laughs> it, uh, 
As it often Fuck. happens. I, I wish we had a door with an eyesight here. But he he would go to doors and he would he would stand in like a fencing position. So he he would He's on guard? Parallel to the door. She's ready to to stab with nothing. Hand extended in like a fencing position. Doing like kung fu. And then he would he would start like twirling his hand like he was casting a spell. And then then he'd start he'd start tapping the door, and then he'd just start opening and closing it. Well, that's an interesting ritual, I must say. So there was uh, there was a lot of that going on. Um. What else? <laughs> you ever ask him, like, hey, what are you going for there? Yeah, he told me. He was just like, uh, I think I'll die if I don't do it. I was like, you know what? Do okay. you, man. That makes, <laughs> that's, that's a good reason. That's a pretty good reason. Stick if, to doing you. Yeah, if if your reasoning is like, I'm literally going to die. Like, oh, all right, yeah, keep doing <laughs> you know it. Keep doing it. Yeah, I'm not going to stop you from it then. That's that's a worthy cause. And someone else, uh, the last person I'll go into here, I, I'll just call him a fat saxophone retard. <laughs> and... I'll call him that because he he was the most egregious offender of the lies I've ever heard. In in my time there, he was a saxophone player who played at Carnegie Hall. We'll get into more of that in a second. He was also a uh, pimp, and he was a uh, drug dealer. Now, the problem with the drug dealing was he, he told a story. He got fronted... Uh, a half ounce of blue, 14 grams. Okay. That's, that's not significant. Yeah. But, you know, that's a wholesale price. We're talking like 400 bucks, whatever it is. He goes on to relate a story in which he, he's forced to travel basically to a different state to try and sell it. Mm, uh-oh. He, he ends up just doing it all. <laughs> and then <laughs> he... It basically, it ends. I don't want to reveal too many of these stories, but it ends in a situation where he says someone's trying to kill him. I mean, over the money or the hallucinations? The money, but again, we're talking about maybe $400. But over this, he decides he needs to move to a different state. <laughs> I got to go on the run. Which, if you can do that, why not just pay off the debt? Yeah, the gas was pretty expensive. To drive to a different state to sell it, then yeah. drive back, then to move out of wherever you're living and drive somewhere else had to yeah. be at least... You could have saved a couple hundred bucks. You you had to have at least put a decent dent yeah. in what you could have just paid off. Uh, now, well, quickly before I get to the saxophone portion, there there was his other thing. He had a vocal... Uh, it wasn't even a tick. He was just dumb. He He said like every other fucking word. He... Public school system. Oh boy, he we we counted at one point. Uh, like it's just like not good, man. Like <laughs> it'll fuck you up. It you was know, very close teachers. to that. He said it. I think it was two hundred and fifty-seven times in twenty-seven minutes at that's, one point. That's an impressive count. I I'm think gonna, I'm going to be honest. I don't remember. It works out. It was like roughly. It was one every five or six seconds. Whatever that math. Right, adds so like up every to. every third word. Pretty much. Yeah. Now, so he, he was doing the, the Carnegie Hall saxophone routine. We had a concert in there, and a, a rehab concert. It went about as well as you expected. The, the, <laughs> the, the SoundCloud rapper, he got to perform 
Uh, oh no! He uh, everyone else's song got screened. His did not get screened. He was allowed <laughs> to perform anyways. White kid from Texas uh-huh. and bomb in the song. <laughs> Hell yeah, bro! Hell yeah! <laughs> Fuck yeah, dog! Yeah. Lean into that shit. Be the white rapper who uses the n word. So this guy, uh, the saxophone guy, he gets up there to perform. There's like a backing track, and he just again he's been building up how fucking good he is at this for months. He gets there. You just, know, you guys know John Coltrane. I'm way better than him. He starts. He starts playing. No joke. This is what it sounds like. <laughs> <laughs> the song goes on for probably six or seven minutes. It's just him doing <laughs> shitty trills. <laughs> he didn't play one fucking proper note. And he's just moving his fingers too quick to actually play a real note. Someone at the sober living house starts setting off their car alarm, which is pretty funny. Uh, they were like, this has to end or I'm going to start using again. It was <laughs> fucking miserable. I figured out what my trigger is, Doc. This motherfucker with the sex. And, uh, you know, I think I'll, I'll end the stories for there, uh, right there for today. I'm sure there there's more that will come out at some point, but that's... That's the majority of it. You got like 90 days plus worth. Yes. That's yeah. uh, that's the vast majority of what I've been up to, though, is uh, doing fucking gingerbread men. Oh, we also drew a flower where, where we drew like petals and we had to write shit. It would have been if, if funny if someone just drew a poppy. There, there was, oh, I didn't even mention that two weeks ago. So we have to do, uh, you do a breathalyzer twice a day, morning, afternoon, then like multiple times a week, you get a, a random drug test. Uh-huh. I get a drug test two weeks ago. I'm lying in bed reading a night. One of the texts comes into my, my bedroom and he goes, uh, you, you failed for morphine. It's like, <laughs> what? <laughs> it's like, yeah, this is first I heard about it. It's like, where did I, where did I get morphine from? But, uh, I always thought the poppy seed bagel thing was bullshit. Nope. I had a, uh, it was actually an onion bagel that just had poppy seeds on it. Once again, bought by our, Fucking retarded chef who brought poppy seeds into rehab. <laughs> and uh, sure enough. He's too stupid to know what they are. Yes. So I, I ended up, I like ate one and then two hours later took a drug test and came back positive for morphine. It had extra poppy seeds. So that is, it's a real thing. And now I know that. All right. Some myths are true. Yes. But uh, that's that's been my time. It's, day, uh, it's daycare for, for addicts is all it is. There's really... Not a whole lot going on. I mean, it's like children. Like, I can't be trusted to leave you alone. So That's go, exactly what it is. Go color flowers for a few hours. But realistically, it's just, uh, it's nice to have had a place to be sober for three months. That's all it was. Yeah. It's it's a retreat. Yes. Everything else was kind of, I don't give a shit. But eh, the time was nice. Yeah. Yeah. I, I felt it was like having someone come back if they traveled from the past to the present. And it's like, what happened? You're like, the queen died. You're like, <laughs> it wait, felt what? like that. What? Who's dead? The qu- yep, the queen is dead. Well, I was telling you this, uh, I think yesterday, where we were driving around like we would, uh, we have a van that we called the druggy buggy. And we, we would be taken to <laughs> meetings in it. And, and we kept, uh, we'd go past all these flags and they were all at half mast for like a week and a half. And I kept being like, I, I think something important happened, guys. Like, no, nah, <laughs> okay, whatever. And then, yes, the, the queen died. Yeah. Yeah, she did. Oh, well. Shit happens. What else happened? 
I don't know. I had to drink a lot those first few solo episodes. <laughs> Because I swear to God, it should be classified as a mental illness. If you talk, if you sit in a room and talk to a camera with no other living creatures, that's that's a mental illness. I was thinking about the fact that we have probably since we started doing this, repeatedly talked about the fact that if we had to do this solo for any period of time, we felt like we would go insane. I did. Yes, I did. I did. The stupidest character I came up with, and I didn't even, I didn't even do it on an episode because it's so fucking dumb. But I would do it around the house because it made me giggle. Was just uh, an Indian dude uh, who's convinced that uh, milk is cow piss, but he loves it, and like he's very, he's very. No, you do not understand. This is the sacred white piss of the holy cow. No, no, it is not milk. This is the cow piss. And it is delicious. It is delivered from on high. Yeah, and he just like he you can't convince him it's not cow piss. You're right. It's fucking. It's dumb. retarded. It was so stupid. And I would just oh, I'd just be giggling myself, be like, no, it is the holy white piece of this sacred cow. You you do not understand. This came from Shiva herself. I'm I'm glad to know we both went insane because about <laughs> about the halfway point in there was I think. When I kind of lost my mind, I just had to, it was a, a full embrace the crazy moment where I was just like, I wake up every day and I just do gay shit <laughs> round the clock. It's all fucking gay. This is my life now. I, I've practically memorized the big book. That's no joke. I can it, like chapter and verse at this point. Uh, it, it got to the point we used to, so obviously you're not allowed like electronics and shit. You weren't allowed TV until later in the day. They got cut you off from the outside world. The problem was there were large chunks of the day where there was nothing. So we'd wake up in the morning. Uh, I was always up by like five something, but if, even if you weren't, they would come into your room at six 30 to wake you up. And then we had to do the super important at 7am every day. There was a, uh, we'd do a morning reflection and then a one word check-in. (laughs) <laughs> you would just say one word of like what your intention was for the day. But then here's the kicker. You would do that. And then it was two and a half hours until group. So just one word. And then it's like, all right. So be so back here in nine 30. It would be seven. We would done, be done by about seven Oh two. And then yes, two and a half hours. Be funny if everyone's word was just like drink. So, <laughs> you get high, smoke, yeah. anything. Oh God, I miss this so much. So yeah, we were going and at one point, uh, uh, Pooh Bear was. Uh, we we had a fly problem outside, and he was he was just killing them, and then lighting them on fire on the table, and then impaling them on thumbtacks. So like Lenny from Mice of Men. Yes, yes. Sick. Everyone uh, lost their canoe. It was. Uh, it was quite the experience. I mean, I guess that's part of the healing process. Like, look, we're going to break you, and then you'll slowly build yourself back up. I did keep going back on and forth on whether or not the the bad food was, like, part of a cult thing, where I was like, because they do, so they do room checks at 2 a.m. and 4 a.m. Mm-hmm. No one else said they woke up for these. I woke up every fucking night my entire stay there, so I got, like, zero nights of uninterrupted sleep. It was fucking miserable. So I'm I'm doing the math in my head. I was like, all right, they're they're preaching this weird fucking doctrine at me. I'm getting no sleep. The food shit. This is like three of the major things on the, the cult checklist. Yeah. yeah. Not really allowed access to outside information. 
Yeah, I mean, that's probably, it, either a cult or you have a really creative psychiatrist. Yeah, so, but, uh, With know. a weird plan. No, I've figured out the key to sobriety. Make them suffer. Yes. As much as possible. Suffering is the answer. Not if you give them the sacred white piece <laughs> of the holy cow. Of the cow. <laughs> it is sustaining life for everyone. No, no, it is, it is piss, okay? It is not milk. I wish we would have had one of those guys. An Indian? Yeah, that would have been cool. We didn't have any. Yeah, we I, just had the fake Native American. I had to become my own Indian. <laughs> That's you know what? That is the perfect metaphor for recovery. Is at a certain point, yeah. I was like. Look, these fucking groups aren't helping. I got to figure this shit out. Yeah. So yeah. that's, that's kind of what I had to do. That's how I was when I did the first first solo show. And, like, I had to drink just to, like, talk myself into it. Yeah. And I went, like, 28 minutes. And I was like, all right, this is going to take some time. <laughs> it's going to take Practice. some time. And then I had to just figure out how to both, like, almost talking to myself to instigate bits. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was a weird process. It didn't, didn't like it. Didn't feel natural. <laughs> it was, Felt wrong. God wouldn't approve. Yeah. I did call Andrew Tate autistic. That was fun. Oh, that's good. Yeah, I said he was autistic for uh, being a douchebag. He had douchebagtism. <laughs> douchebagtism? Yeah, because he's talking about how he would, he would put chicks' body count, like their number on their forehead. Uh, and I was like, autistic people love numbers. That's true. That's an incredibly autistic thing to do. There was a uh, oh, fuck. I was gonna. Oh, that was the other thing. The the retard who was there. Uh, what name did I get? Chet. Yeah. He thought for the for the meeting. He he thought there was a meeting trolley <laughs> that would sh- show up. Like Harry Potter, I guess. Take us <laughs> to the meeting. So yeah, like, yeah, and the trolley to Hogwarts yeah. for AA. No, nah, didn't didn't work that way. I took the <laughs> I took the Hogwarts train to AA. I don't know how you guys got here. Yeah, no, it was. I um, took my Nimbus two thousand out and I flew here. It was a uh, it was a bizarre experience. I will give it that, but I am glad to be back. And I was going to say glad to be so. I guess I'm glad to be sober. I'm accepted it. Listen, my mind works again. Yeah. I'm not literally dying anymore. Yeah. I can drink water. It has That's some That's pretty cool. It's got some upsides, I suppose. I, I can form coherent sense. I know who the president is. I know what year it is. Well, the president doesn't, so that's good. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. I'm, yeah. I, got, I got one up on him. Uh, there you go. I guess like that, that can be your scale. Like, are you as mentally unfit as Joe Biden? That's all that matters. It's like, if, if your cognitive state is above his, you're probably all right. Yeah. Yeah. And that's all I'm trying to be. Because it does not drink the <laughs> sacred white piss of the holy cow. Oh, fuck. No, no, this is not milk. I do not to- know who told you this lie. <laughs> I've, I've been drinking uh, water and powdered Gatorade. Me too. For, for three hi- months. You got hydrate, man. Yes. Hydration is the key. I'm so glad to, to have the Nespresso back. That may Hell be the yeah. gayest thing I'll ever say. No, no. Genuinely, it's, it. it's the greatest thing ever. I've been drinking nothing but Kirkland brand coffee, water, and powdered Gatorade. Yeah, oh no, I'd make I'd make a quadruple shot and then do the show and see if I had a heart attack. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. I mean, I'm doing two hours of content, yes. Powered yep. by Nespresso. Man's gotta do what a man's gotta do. Yeah. I'm gonna talk them into sponsoring this one day. I would love this. I, I think some of the things we talk about uh they don't care. As I was going to say, they probably don't long, even speak English. As long as it fucking makes money, none of these people care. That's the ruse here. That's true. Like, if Tim Dillon was like, hey, Nespresso, yeah. I'll read an ad for you, they'd be like, take a lifetime supply 
Say whatever you want. You think there's like a black rifle equivalent of uh, Nespresso? Where it's like the one that sponsors all the, the alternative? I think black rifle, rifle coffee just makes pods. Do they? Yeah. I don't think for that one because that's a special edition. Yeah. But they do like probably make pods. So we need like the bougie right wing express. Uh, I a lot Minute of those Men, words don't fit together. Minutemen Coffee is one of the sponsors. Blaze, because we don't have Black Rifle anymore. Oh, that's right. We got to talk them into uh, doing espresso then. They're veterans. They've killed people. That's good. That's why they make good ass coffee. You know what? You need to murder uh, people in the Middle East. A nice caffeine buzz. Yeah, you need that strong coffee. And that's why we support our veterans. Yes, because they make the good people. coffee and they will kill for it. And, and we hope they will send us free coffee. Yeah. I mean, we do have like 15-pound bags of Black Rifle coffee. <laughs> I, did, I did see that when I was cleaning shit up For yesterday. some reason, they keep sending us coffee. Uh, I don't know if they understand what's happened. But just like yeah. bag ten pound bags of coffee will just show up. What are you gonna do? It's like, all right, I'll keep taking them. It's like the blue chews, like those just kept showing up, and I was like, I haven't done an ad for you guys in like eight weeks, but all right, it's all good. We could always use a hard dick. Yeah, you know, you never know. I did a bit about Elon Musk doing blue chew and, and his sex bot together. Good. Yeah, but we're gonna that's gonna be the new advertisement. We're gonna sell blue chews and sex bot, so you can be hard to fuck your robot. Good. Yeah. Well, we'll get back to that sort of content in yeah. the uh, the upcoming week. Uh, I, I got all sorts of shit. Velma's gay. So so now mystery solved. Now that uh, now that my rehab experience is out of the way, we will return to yeah. typical programming. Back to regular scheduled programming. Becoming next week. So thank you for uh, letting me purge yeah. my soul of. A hundred days of gayness. <laughs> yeah, we had almost fifty people watching. That's more. Are there really that? I I think we peaked out at like forty-seven. I think the last time we did this, we had two. Yeah, it was like two or three. So yeah. cool. Hell yeah! I got to figure out how to turn super chats on, but hell yeah! <laughs> Someone asked me about that, and I told them we could probably do it. But I was just like, ah, I'm, it's a work in progress. I'm too fucked up to turn it on now. I got it to work. That's as good as I was hoping for. That's honestly better yeah. than I expected. Consider I did not this think one. On the house. Yes, I did not think this would uh, go well. Yeah. Well, with that being said, hootie hoo. Fuck Dave Portnoy, Mamba out.